welcome to this episode of the Lace Covenant Podcast. I am your host, Evangelist Tracy Cannon, and tonight I'm talking with Vika Tuanaki. Vika is the founder of the Widow's Might, and after finding herself in the place of a widow, in a place of darkness, you'll hear how God pulled her out by giving her new direction and purpose. And as you listen to her story, her redirection from God may bless you. Listen intently and know that God sees every dark place. And yes, he will pull you out. So welcome to Lace Covenant Ministries. I have with me this evening, the wonderful Vika Tunaki, the founder of The Widow's Might. And we're going to hear from Vika this evening about what the Lord has done in her life, how he um, has blessed her to recover from some things and to come to a place where she is a blessing to the kingdom of God. And so we'll hear her wonderful journey. But first, let me um, let me start with prayer. Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord God, for your power to keep us, Lord God, through things, Lord God, that we don't always understand, things that we would not always choose, but you always keep your word to make all things work together for our good. I thank you, Lord God, for bringing us together for this evening so that we can talk about your goodness and build the faith of our audience. We ask you to have your way and to be glorified. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 So let me read from your bio, Vika, so that people can know a little bit more about who you are. So Vika Tuanaki is the mother of six wonderful children and Mima to 11 grand jewels. That's such a blessing. She's founder of Widow's Might. The vision of Widow's Might is this, a connection point for widows, a safe haven where widows can recreate and reimagine their new season, that they grow, heal, and pace comfortably to thriving again. The passion for Widow's Might is to create a community for widows to connect so that they may live, heal, grow, and in time, thrive. The purpose, Widow's Might was founded to serve and provide a safe community for widows across the nation, expressing God's heart for them. Our passion is for the widow to feel loved, seen, and heard, to be the center of resources to meet all their needs, whether it be physical, spiritual, or emotional needs. Welcome to Middles to Widows Might. Um, and Vika is, always, is also a COPE certified health and transformational coach and assist people to get healthy in body, mind, and finances. Amen. So her life purpose is to make an invisible God visible. That's wonderful. That's awesome. Thank you so much for being with me, Vika. Let me say to the audience that I first met you in an evening with 
um, the From Holes to Wholeness ministry with Pastor Kenzie. And I was in that meeting and was so blessed. I'm not a widow, but I was so blessed by your ministry that I knew it would bless the audience. And so thank you so much for being here this evening with us. So um, Vika, I'd like to to ask you some questions and and help the audience to really hear how the goodness of God has unfolded in your life, right? We know that God has a heart for widows and orphans, right? God has a heart for those who need love and who need his care. And God has shown you that love and care so that you could pass it on to other people. So let me ask you this question. Tell us what the Lord did, how he began to strengthen you after the loss of your husband. Tracy, I thank you, first of all, for the honor. And I count it a privilege to be your guest this afternoon and in the very short time that we met, I truly believe it has been a divine connection. And like my, my life purpose is to make an unknown God known. And um, thank you so much for this opportunity. Um, going back to your question, how has the Lord strengthened me after the loss of my husband, uh, we were, we have been married for 39 years. That is a long time, time. right? Such a long time. And I married at 19. I was still a teenager, get right into raising a family of six children. And then all of a sudden, you know, we were planning out all these trips, all these future events, Uh, for our lives when we both retire. My husband was already semi-retired. So we had big plans, but then it wasn't the Lord's plan, right? So uh, my husband passed away. He was 67 years old. It was a shock. Um, And, um, you know, we went through the whole process of funeral planning and all of that, and people were surrounding us. But the moment when the dust settled, then it hit me, you know, and the main thing for me was the loneliness. Uh, me and my husband, we, we were so very close and uh, uh, we were serving in the church a lot and um, the church we belong to, we have been going to this church for 14 years and we were serving, but then this happened And um, I tell you, I'll be honest with you, when the dust settled, the loneliness was there. But I I recognized that I was was like in a dark hole because I was to myself, I kept the loneliness. I kept how I felt to myself. Uh, I take into consideration all my six children were also grieving and I have to be the strong one to show up and show well for them. But in the inside, I was not doing very well. And then, you know, the church I was 
we knew so many people in our church because we were serving in, you know, in several other ministry. We led small groups and, and we were serving a lot. My children um, were serving as well. But then I unconsciously isolated myself. You know, I would go to church. I thought it was so important for me to go to church, but I was like in and out uh, of the church. And this happened for two years and I did not share this with anybody because I felt like I can handle this. But, you know, and I put up a, a face. I just put up an act every single day. Yes, in, in private, you know, I would be in fetal uh, position and just cry myself to sleep until the next day I dust myself up try to make sure people are just seeing that I'm okay and I struggle with this and I isolate meaning uh, at the church the trigger was so strong it was really so strong because we had a lot of friends and everybody I saw and at church I I I, did, I quit going to small group the very thing that I needed at the time, I quit. I quit going to small group. And then in the goodness and faithfulness of God, he slowly got me out. Uh, I belong to another a community. And this is the, the crazy thing. God prepared us. And when he prepared us, he make a way when we feel there's no way. That's who he is. Right. So un unbeknownst to me, he just put in front of me another community of health coaches. Right. These people, they have no connection with my husband. These people, they don't know my husband. They didn't know my husband. So in that space, in that community, I felt safe. I felt safe in that community. Right. But at the church, I didn't feel, um, you know, I, I wanted to go there. I want to isolate myself. But um, I was going to this community, I felt good. And then slowly, God gently guided me. And I put, he put on my heart that I needed to serve in our high school ministry, right? In a high school ministry, I really didn't know these kids. But God knew my heart. I wanted to serve. I needed to get out of this of this darkness. It doesn't mean that he was, I was isolated from him. No, no, God was with me all this time, but this is his goodness. Yes. This is his love for us and his faithfulness and his goodness. He knows what I needed at the time. Even though I felt like I didn't want to lift my hand up, right? So he guided me and I served you know, it was like, I was like, Jonah, I like, I, I, I don't want to, I don't want to serve here, God, this is not for me. I have raised all, I have raised up all six kids. I'm done with high schoolers. I don't want to run. I'm 58 years old. I don't want to run. I don't have the energy to run after these teenagers. But then God is so faithful. He continued to, you know, put it on my heart. So, you know, I served in there and I slowly came out came out of of the darkness of the you know and regain and and you know reclaim um you know my love and my, reclaim that i am his daughter he cares yeah. for me you know and uh, i continue to read the bible in that season but you know it was just like i just felt like nothing nothing 
I didn't feel like getting out there, getting myself out there. I'm so outgoing and a people person, but I just feel like I think I'm better off in this hole, right? And so finally I got out of it and then pandemic hit. Pandemic hit and out of the blue, I just think uh, thought of a, a girlfriend of mine from high school that she lost her husband a month after my husband. Mm-hmm. And, and that's crazy, right? But he is of a different faith. So I gather with her all the time and we talk stories and we just share about our husbands because we knew each other very well. And, and then all of a sudden we had like four other women who joined us all from that same faith. And I didn't think about this. I didn't think about it. But where you had asked, how did God strengthen me, right? After the last, um, he put all these activities and all these moments yeah. for me to get me out, to give me the, the strength. Whether it be very little strength, I felt, right? But, but it was okay. He still gave me strength. Yeah. to walk through every day and all of a sudden I uh five ladies five women turned to about seven and then ten and then I realized the majority of these women were not Christian faith then it dawned on me my life purpose to make an unknown God be known right so, you know, after a while, I gather my Bible and I suggested to these women that, okay, we'll start with prayer and then we'll read from the Bible. And then it dawned on me, these women, when we were sharing our journey, we were all there in one area that we were all the same is we will not put up our hand and ask for help. All of us. Because we want to just fake it and make people think we are okay in, but not knowing they have no idea that the inside, the inside, it was so painful. It was not, it, it was a dark place. So, and then it dawned on me, maybe, just maybe, this is where God wants me to reach out to the widows out there. And then, you know, it dawned on me, God has a special heart for widows and orphans, like you have mentioned, right? But this is how God, God will walk with us. Yes. As long as we put one foot in front of the other yes. and keep walking, we fall down, we stand up and keep walking yes. because he will hold us up in his right hand. In his yes. right hand, there is joy, Right. There is yes. fullness of joy in his right hand. Yes. And I'm, I'm so grateful because you coming on and asking me to be here and speak for, for um, the widow's might. You know, it's no coincidence. Right. It's, it's not. no coincidence because if our podcast will touch one widow. Yes. It was, it's all worth it. Yes, it is. And I think that your story is so powerful because God is so powerful. Yes. And um, I want to ask you, so first of all, let me say, though, 
how wonderful it is to hear that the Lord gave you, even though you did not expect the kind of direction that the Lord gave you. Oh, yeah. He put things into your life. He opened uh, doors for you doors. that yes. gave you a direction and a purpose that brought you out of that dark hole you described. Yes. And it can be difficult for people to admit that they are in that dark hole, just mm -hmm. as you said, um, because you wore a face as though you were not in a dark hole. You smiled like you were not in a dark hole, but God saw you in that dark hole. Absolutely. Even though people did not recognize it, the Bible says man looks at the outward appearance, but God looks yeah. at the heart. God knew that in your heart, you were in a dark hole. And so his response, God always responds to responds to rescue us. Yes. Amen. And so Correct. his response was to give you a purpose that you did not expect. Yes. But let me ask another question, Vika, that we know that when we are in a place that we don't understand, we are in sometimes situations in life that we do not understand, that we really cannot explain. A person could ask us, why did this happen? We don't always have the answer to that. But what we do know is that God is faithful, yes. that even in the darkest of places, God does not abandon us, right? Yes. God does not overlook the pain of where we are. Sometimes in those seasons of life, it may seem that God is silent, but when mm -hmm. he's silent, we see his ways. We see mm -hmm. his response, but sometimes he speaks. He does speak to us. Yes. Can you share with us one thing that one special thing that God said to you during that time that helped you by hearing his voice. Okay, so what do you say is so important? Um, the silence, right? When God is silent, he's not silent. He is working. He's working. Right? He is working. He's, mm -hmm. he's working behind the scene. We have to embrace that and not grow weary in the waiting. You know, even in the season where there's confusion, he is working. And he will show up and make a way when there is no way. Yes. We, we have to get up every day with expectation that God will show up in his timing. In his timing. And then his word for me, which I have tattooed on my breast, is Psalm 23. That is my go-to passage in that in that um, season and still today, it's a reminder to me that the Lord, Jehovah, the Lord is my shepherd. Yes. And if he is my shepherd, he's the one who's going to be leading, not me. My purpose is to follow. Whether I'm in the valley, whether I'm in a season that's confusion and it's not my liking, my position is he's always the shepherd. He's always leading. I'm always 
following. And if I do the following, he will lead me to everything that he needs me to be at. And that's exactly what he did in those two, two years. He was guiding me. He was leading me. He was leading me to steel waters. Mm -hmm. He was leading me through green pastures. You know, it's our God. If we read the Bible and truly believe that he is, this is who God is, then we have nothing to fear. Mm -hmm. We have nothing to worry about which is sometimes very uncomfortable. And, and sometimes we get impatient, mm -hmm. but in the working, in the waiting, I mean, in the waiting is so fulfilling. When we wait, his outcome will always blow our mind. Yes. So, you know, Psalm 23, was the word that he gave me. And I literally took those words to heart and turning with the words, knowing that he knows best. Yes. He will show up. And I want him to show up in my life where he will be glorified. I will turn around and point back the glory that it was all God. None of this is my doing, right? And then, you know, I gave birth to um, the widow's mite, and my mind is blowing, blowing, it's blown every day at the amount of women that have joined mm -hmm. the group. Mm -hmm. And this is what I found, Tracy, it, it may blow your mind too, that the st statistic says that there are, every year, there are 800,000 widows, widows mm. and widowers wow. across the nation, 800,000. So we are looking at millions of widows and widowers. 90% of those of that number are women. Mm. And a large number of the 90%, they are on a fixed income. Mm. So there, right. there, those are great numbers. Um, and, you know, if we look within our small circle, yeah. we know of widows, right? Yes. We know of those yes. who have lost their spouses and we know the suffering that we observe, but we would not assume that there were 800,000 a year. 800,000. 800,000 a year. That's a lot tremendous number mm -hmm. and the, the crazy thing is a lot of churches churches they don't have widows group right you it's know it's not a common ministry it's not a common ministry mm -hmm. and and so it's mind-blowing and i think the number of people need to hear the number you mm -hmm. know and and know that that's a problem that that is a problem mm -hmm. uh that we will have widows suffering you know, just suffering on their own. And they, like I said earlier, one common factor is the women that I, I have in front of me now, they, they don't lift their hands up and ask for help. They will be the last one to ask for help. 
they are also most of them are mothers and you know how mothers are you know we will serve everybody else but ourselves First, right and we feel that we have to be strong for the sake of yes, those around for us. everybody else yes absolutely and so yeah. i know what it is like um i'm not a widow but i know what it is like to suffer alone i know what yeah. that's like um, and there are so many needs that widows have that those who are not widows may not understand. Yeah. So yeah. when like, you say uh, that yeah. they're on fixed income, then that tells us there's, of course, financial need. Financial yeah, mm -hmm. needs. Yeah. There is emotional need. Oh, absolutely. Emotional need is so high. Mm -hmm. You know, um, even it will, you know, even their physical need you know, because they won't take care of themselves, but the need is there. Yes. The need is there. And just like, you know, when he read on the bio, which I, I just want to create a, a community where, where they can be seen and heard, you know, and empower them to step up their game and serve in their churches, create communities within their churches, make sure that they are known within their churches mm -hmm. and be seen in the church, you know? That's very interesting. So even though a widow's ministry is not a common ministry in churches, what you're saying is that widows can be the catalyst to start Absolutely. the ministries. Yes. Knowing what they need themselves, they can build a ministry that really answers the prayers yep. of widows. Yeah. Yeah. That is great. That is great encouragement. Yep for widows yeah. to know that even though that may be missing from the church, it's still possible yeah. because oh, yeah. someone can begin that ministry just as you did. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I'm um, thinking of this as like a movement across the nation, you know? Yes. Can yeah. you share with the audience, Vika, um, some of the things that you have seen the Lord do for women um, who have participated in the widow's might ministry you know the first thing that i i saw that is really encouraging is the community you know we were created for community and i i i thought about this before we help them with anything else we need community we need each other we we we, we are like-hearted like-minded we are all on the same journey right and only a widow can understand a widow and and their and their struggle and their loneliness and and all of that right so god has has brought community and then and then with the bible read and a little teaching you know of the bible and redirecting them there's hope because we do have unbelievers within the group you know so just allowing those people to realize we can't do this. I mean, if I'm struggling myself and in a dark hole, and I and I truly believe I was positioned in that dark hole for this purpose, that I will come to realize if you, if I am a you know as, as strong as my belief in Jesus and my love for Jesus. And I'm still in a dark hole and come out of it. There are non-believers, you know, imagine the non-believers. It may take a little longer for them, you know, but 
we can become the little light at the end of the tunnel and kind of just gently, just like what God did to me, just gently guide them towards the light. Right? Yes. So I think the major thing that has happened is the community and bringing hope. Mm -hmm. I was listening to you as you were ministering on uh, um, Freedom Friday for From Holes to Wholeness. And yeah. in the audience was Minister Carla Howard. And Carla Howard is a recent widow. And mm -hmm. as you ministered, particularly, you took a moment to uh, minister to her individually. And I watched the tears flow as the Lord blessed her heart through your ministry. And it was very powerful because she was in need and, and, and she was, of course, in the audience being blessed by your testimonies and what the Lord has done for you. But by being there and hearing you and you taking a few moments to speak to her, it broke some of the pain that was in her heart. And I watched that happen and it was such a great wow. and a powerful thing for her. Um, and so I know that there are widows, there are people across the nation, across this world who yes. need somebody to just speak to them. Yes. Just speak to their pain. And as mm -hmm. a believer, we carry the love of Christ. The Correct. love of Christ is what helps people know that he is real. I love what you said, that you want to make an unknown God become known. That is so powerful because nowadays, particularly with social media, I've noticed like an uptick in people who want to be celebrity. Yeah. Right. Yeah. People who want to be the spotlight, people who want to, of course, there are so many gifts and talents and, and it, it is amazing to see the gifts and the talents of people, but we want to make an invisible God visible. Yeah. And to make an unknown God mm -hmm. known. And the only way to do that is to make it about him and not That's about right. ourselves. So Absolutely. I love that you're able to do that because it takes humility, mm -hmm. right? That we decrease so that God can and increase. He increase. Yes. yes. Um, so we want to welcome those who are listening to this podcast. We want them to know that Jesus Christ is real. We Amen. want them to know that Jesus Christ has not abandoned us in these tough times we're living in right now. Um, I was listening to, I was actually reading some testimonies from 9-11 and people were asking the question, where, where was God at a time like that when we were being attacked and people didn't know what to do. People didn't know how to survive such a horrific attack that happened on American soil. Um, people ask the question, if God is real, why did this happen and, and where was he? Well, in those stories we heard afterwards, 
We know that, that God was there in the stairwell with someone who was trying to find their way out. And, and yeah. he was with the person who suddenly decided not to go to work that day. Um, and, and that slight change of plans kept them out of the turmoil. And there are so many more stories like that where God revealed yeah. himself. Yes. Yeah. And he reveals himself today. But it takes someone who is willing to carry the message that Jesus Christ died for us, that he rose again, right? And that yes. he saves today. He still saves. And so the widow and the orphan and everyone in need is on the heart of God today, no matter what the yes. need is. But would you mind, Vika, taking a moment to pray for the hearts of the widows. Those yes. in the audience who may be listening, would you please pray for them? It will be my honor. I would love to do that. And thank you so much. Let us pray. Father God, we are humbled by your goodness and mercy. We thank you for your word and instruction which blesses us with comfort, with peace and hope. We thank you for all the good we have and experience for we know it all comes from you, Father. We are grateful for your son, Jesus, through whom we are saved. We pray that you would bless us with your Holy Spirit, continue to direct us so we may glorify your name in everything we do. Father, I ask that you do an anomaly for those who are fighting for their health, those who are fighting for their finances, for those who are fighting for their relationships, and specifically tonight, I ask your blessing and your direction for all the widows that may hear my voice, Lord. That you will bless them, we know, and we know your heart for them. They may not know that, Lord. So I ask that you reveal yourself to those who are fighting because of the situation of losing a loved one, their spouse. You promised us that if we call upon your name, you will hear us and you will attend to all, not just some, but to all of our needs. Please help us see, to see where we can be your hands and feet in your work here on earth. May you be exalted and glorified in our name, in Jesus' name, we pray, amen. Amen, thank you so much, Vika. Now, I would like to pray for you. Thank you. Widow's might. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you so much for Vika and what you have done in her life. I thank you, Lord, for how you saw her in that dark place. And Lord, how you pulled her out because you had a plan in place for her life. 
Lord, you are the God of the beginning and you are the God in the middle and you are Amen. the God of the end. I thank you so much, Lord, for how you knew that day was coming of her suffering. You knew the day was coming of darkness, but you had a plan for her life already, Lord God. And you pulled her out and directed her to a place where she could become such a light that she could draw other widows. I thank you, Lord, for how you have blessed her heart Thank you, Lord, for how you answered, Lord God, her pain. I thank you for what you are doing through her hands. Lord, I thank you for everyone she touches and everyone she will touch. And we pray, God, that you would provide for this ministry. We pray, Father, that you would open doors and platforms, that you would have your way in her life continually. Amen. Oh, God, that through her, through widow's might, you will be glorified and you will reach the hearts of those who need, need to be pulled out and who need to know you. We thank you right now. We cover her, oh God, going in and going out. We pray for her, that you will bless her laying down and rising up. Oh God, that you would bless everything and everyone connected to her as you are glorified. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen and amen. God bless you so much, Vika. Thank you so much for being here. Would you mind telling the audience how they can reach widow's might someone may want to contribute someone may want to become a part of your ministry or need to hear your ministry for their own heart but you also may have some people who want to give to further the purpose of widow's might okay we are still starting here we we're still working on getting a facebook app for widow's might it's not ready yet but you know um they can always call me. My phone number is 480-766-9999. And I can direct them. Um, you know, I think that would be the best way to connect. And maybe by the time they call, I would have something in place. But okay. this took off at a time like it was just taking off. But that's how God works, right? Yes. Yes. That's how he works. So yes. we have to be prepared and ready to just run and, and just you know, uh, when he says ready and, but I, you know, we're still working in the background to do all of that and a website and all of that, but it's coming. But I think the best way to connect is a 480-766-9999 number. Okay. Wonderful. So I will post this on Lace Covenant Ministries. And okay. so people who watch Lace Covenant Ministries, um, Facebook page will also hear your wonderful testimony and will hear about the widow's might. And I will also post it to your webpage so that people will see it there. I'm sorry, to your Facebook page so that yeah. people will see it there. But again, I want to just repeat that number one more time. 480 4806699 Right. So thank you so much again. And I hope to minute I hope to hear you again um wherever yes. you're ministering. Yes, I will definitely get you on and connect with Widow's Might as well. And uh, you know, like I do with Carla. Carla is part of the team Wonderful. for Widow's Might. Wonderful. So I'll be working very, very closely with her. So that's that's a divine connection. That's yes. just how God works. Yes, yes, he you does. know, 
So thank so, you so much, Tracy, for the opportunity. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for being here. God bless you and keep you and cause his face to shine on you even the more. Thank you, my sister. You're welcome.